This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Okay, now I know it's Friday, so you want to shut your brain down, but let's uh, let's learn a little something. It's another educational film strip for ignorant Americans. Today's subject, Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo, loosely translated, means the 5th of May, although its true meaning has been kept a secret by the Mexican people for centuries. For Americans, it's yet another opportunity to get wasted and act like an idiot, like every other holiday. Here are a few Cinco de Mayo tips. Yes, in Spanish, it's cerveza. But you can still just call it beer. A Mexican is a human being from Mexico, not a language. Taco Bell is not Mexican food. Shoot tequila, drink Coronas. But the minute you put on the promotional Dos Equis sombrero and start yelling like a caballero, you're nothing more than a drunk douchebag. You don't know the words to La Bamba. Give it up already. If you insult a Latin king, someone will cut you. And while the song is catchy, if you're white, avoid leaning like a cholo. Have a safe and happy Cinco de Mayo. This has been another educational film strip for ignorant Americans. It's almost like the uh, Mexican St. Patrick's Day. It's just an excuse to get uh, freaking blotto. Yeah. yeah, very good. Right, thank yeah. you. Uh, all right. So this is kind of wild. You know, you know, uh, Cinco de Mayo, by the way, also feels, I feel like more uh, celebrating Cinco de Mayo more if it falls on a Friday, not a, not a Tuesday. Right. Well, that makes <laughs> sense, dude, for sure. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> um, someone found 500 pounds of cooked pasta ah! next to a river in New Jersey last month. And it's a mystery as to where the pasta came from. Now it's, uh, pastable. <laughs> <laughs> a restaurant or a caterer had a last-minute cancellation or something. But it's still a lot of pasta. 500 pounds. Sure it was pasta? And it wasn't just one type. There were piles of spaghetti, macaroni, uh, it was, uh, penne. They were baiting for deer. They love pasta. It's like a giant pile. <laughs> I would totally just roll around in it. Like, why not? Uh, fair enough. Uh, it happened in the town of Old Bridge, New Jersey, just outside New York. It's making headlines. After a woman who recently ran for city council shared the pics, she criticized the mayor for ignoring the mess. The city did end up removing the pasta, um, and she called it Mission Impossible. Uh, there's also other puns available for your consumption. Uh, whoever did it should be sent to the penitentiary. <laughs> Tequila makes me horny and mean. Well, I... Are you drinking any right now? Now you're going to have uh, <clears throat> all these wild animals coming in and and filling up on starch, and then they're going to they all be gr- not feeling good and trying to beef up a big old starch log. They're they're dude. They're carving up for the big race. Uh, okay. <laughs> so no leads. No, they have no idea how it got there. Okay. <clears throat> and it's, I mean, it's gone now. It's so much pasta, y'all. Uh, who would make, well, sure. So as a detective, it's, it's Columbo here, man. Uh, my uh, my mother made great meatballs. We were from the uh, uh, upstate New York in the Catskills. One of, uh, one of our great treats for uh, Christmas. Not so much Cinco de Mayo was uh, meatball Thursdays. Dad would come home from crime. From fighting crime all day, and we'd eat meatballs and pasta. 
Uh, so I would start with like a VFW, you know, somebody or something that would make or a school who would make that much pasta, like for lunch or something. Some sort of catering. A uh, catering, sure. I don't know. Look at us solving crimes. Yeah, well, Colombo, bitch. <laughs> anyway. A, a pasta factory? I know bad pasta. Uh, well, no, it wouldn't be. Pasta factory wouldn't cook pasta. It wouldn't it's cook gotta it. It's got to be catering. It's got to be a catering. It's got to be like somebody's yeah. wedding. Exactly. Got canceled. Now you're talking, dude. You know. Right. And then how do you, yeah, it probably, it, it, yeah, it's sticky. It, who's, you can't eat it. But then, so you just drive out to the middle of nowhere and dump it. Otherwise, what do you do with cooked pasta? I, I don't know. Uh, I would bury it like I buried my toilets. But, but Well, it'll, comp- I mean, throw it in a compost pile. Sure. Well, that's probably what they were thinking, though. It'll just, the animals will eat it, and then the Mother Nature will consume it. Well, sure. I mean, you need. You don't want to dump it near your house. Maybe it would smell. I don't know. If you threw it in a compost pile, there's other things that going at, that are at work there. And you'd, you'd stir your compost pile and whatever else. And then it helps to break down the food. I'm not it's, arguing with you. I know you're not. I'm just saying. So if they were thinking that setting them on the riverbanks was going to be the same as composting them, they're dumb. Right. You can't just. I, I, I'm I, assuming that bleached pasta probably isn't great for animals. Uh, probably true. <laughs> <laughs> They're not good for humans either. <laughs> right? Not. You know. Look at that pasta. That it's is so you, much. You could ski down that thing. It's so much pasta. Right I, near a stream. You know, it would only take a couple of trash cans, really, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, it's got to be a either a food truck. Uh, but then, why would they? They wouldn't make that much spaghetti at once, though. Right. Like, that's, that's an anti-food truck. <laughs> the the only thing that I can think of is catering. What if it's a TikTok trend on dumping pasta piles in places? Uh, but it seems like a lot of work. It sure do. Not a lot of payout. Yes. No, somebody had a fundraiser like a VFW or... Uh, uh, well, whatever. It doesn't matter. Somebody had a fundraiser and somebody didn't eat the pasta. And then somebody was in charge of it. They got lazy and they said, screw that. And they dumped it in a what truck we and just, yeah. took it out to the woods. Let's go to the woods. And that's it. Now you got bugs and uh, and uh, I don't know. What happens if it gets in the water? I assume there's a fine for illegal dumping pasta. <laughs> Uh, this is we're we're in uncharted territory. I know. I'd, <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. There's pasta everywhere. There's never been a story <laughs> like it. Uh fantastic. Hello. Hi, Caramba, Anthony. I told you to stay away from the magic pot. Nate, you said you were bringing tequila. You freaking loser. Whoa. He did. He said he was bringing us tequila. Mm. Don't we have tequila? Um, no, I think the tequila got drank. I can look for it, though. Uh, I had, uh, 
I'll tell you a funny story. That's uh, this is a funny story. You were talking about you guys are going to Vegas, right, for uh, Avery's eighteenth mm-hmm. birthday or whatever graduation. Tell me the Donny Osmond thing. I'll tell you a funny story from yesterday. Okay, so so we were looking at the different shows that were in Vegas the weekend we're going to be there, and he's like, who's this Donny Osmond guy? (laughs) He's playing, like, every day. And I was like, I know, isn't that weird? He's a superstar! And I had to explain to him why Donny Osmond is popular in Vegas. And they call it puppy love. I feel like I was speaking of Mandarin Chinese. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, that's really funny. So uh, staying on that track, yesterday we were golfing at the Oaks. If you are looking for a four-man outing, you can check. It might be sold out. Uh, next Saturday, not tomorrow, next Saturday is the beer open at the Oaks. Oh, boy. They've got literally beer on every other hole. Four-man scramble. Yeah. It's not so much about the golfing. It's about surviving and getting to the next goddamn <laughs> beer hole. That's all. But you call and ask. Somebody will answer the phone. It may be filled up already. Um, what was I talking about? Uh, oh, the guys in the golf So the, uh, we're golfing with these two guys. We got paired up yesterday with these two guys. They're UW students. Okay. And I'm like, why the hell aren't you at, uh, out at UW? They go, well, they're, they're booked. Oh, they get a great deal. Like 40 bucks to go golf UW. Oh, my god. If gosh. you're a student. Great yeah. deal. So they're at the Oaks. They're 19 years old. Uh, and they we both got our JBL tubes going. All right. Okay. And they're playing Kanye. A lot of rap, a lot of hip hop. And I'm playing uh, Yacht Rock. Okay. On my JBL, me and John. And we got talking about music. And I knew the stuff they were listening to. Okay, so I knew it. But they didn't understand the concept of Yacht Rock. So I go... I go, stop me when you've heard of one of these names. Okay. I go, Pablo Cruz, Kenny Loggins. Oh, no. Toto. And the kid says, stop. He knew Africa. True story. No. He goes, stop. He goes, my dad thinks Toto sucks. Oh, good. Thank you. I'm like, get over here and hug me, man. Get over here. He goes, I he goes, I I've never heard of Toto, but I think I know them because my dad says they suck. Dude, I have hit that age. Oh no. <laughs> it was fantastic. Uh, He's the their finance students at UW. He's the grandson of uh the guy that owns uh Larson GM up in Baraboo. So he's going to go help take over the, oh. get into the family business up at Don Larson up in Baraboo. Good kid. Good oh. kid. Name's Luna. Oh, that's a cool name. Isn't that a great name? It Wasn't that Harry Potter? One of the Harry Potter dudes was Luna. Oh, yeah? Dixie Duncan's motorcycle is called Luna, is it not? Yeah, my friend that's on OnlyFans is Luna. Psh, yeah, Luna coming out my Luna. Yeah, dude. Good kids. Young, strapping. God, why don't you get their number already? Jesus Christ. I'm trying to pay them a compliment. <laughs> it was so funny. Ah, oh, that's so funny you mentioned Donny Osmond. And he goes, but that was just with a straight face. Oh, he, yeah. goes, he goes, I think I know them because my dad says they, they suck. suck. 
Like, I'll be in the golf cart. Right. I'll right. be over here having a gin and tonic. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Buenos dias, senor. It's Cinco de Mayo time at the Happy Camper Steakhouse. Gather your friends and on delay, amigo, for some fantastico-ass specials. Nothing says celebrato like our $5.99 all-you-can-eat potato bar. Or for the senoritas, our unlimited salad bar. Ask for our Cinco de Mayo Margarita, the Diablo Quesadillas, or our new South of the Border Burger, loaded with all the fixins and topped with chipotle sauce. It is muy cliente. So much food, you'll need a siesta. Also, only for Cinco de Mayo, and only at the Happy Camper, free sombreros for the kids. At the Happy Camper, we habla Mexican. So hurry down and spend Cinco de Mayo with your La Familia at the Happy Camper. Fantastic. That's Preston, who may or may not have fought in the Battle of Pueblo. PC too. But man, he can read a script. I got to play this because uh, my buddy Ed Martinez was like, hey, it's practically hey. National Wand Day. So please play. <laughs> this is his jam. Here we go. Juan is the loneliest Latino that you'll ever know. Yep. Few can be as sad as one he's the loneliest latino and his name is one jose's the second loneliest <laughs> you'll ever see it would be great if those two could ever meet then one wouldn't be so lonely and jose would have a Latino that you've ever known. Bueno. I don't know who you are. <laughs> it's Juan. It's so dumb. <laughs> that is so brilliant. I can't even I can't even begin. There's not enough time to tell you how brilliant that is. And that guy that guy actually sings better than the guy from Three Dog Night. Right, that totally. actually I think sang, sang I the stupid thing. That's uh, amazing. Alright, this is kind of a bizarre story. Uh, an Arkansas woman says that her neighbors have been going to the bathroom in buckets and then dumping it out in their yard and other people's yard in the neighborhood. Mm. Her name is Erica Craig, no relation to Jenny, talking about what's going on with her neighbor's bathroom habits. Mm. They've been taking their feces in buckets and dumping it at the back of their property and then across the street at another person's property. They've been dumping it on their property too. And they've been doing this now for about three years. Everybody around them have sold their houses, which are leaving the ones that are still left here to just kind of just to sit and suffer. They pooping in the bucket. They're bucket poopers, dude. A bucket pooper. Um, now there is a... <laughs> 
There's a slideshow on the news article. No thanks. <laughs> that you don't want to take a look do, at. Do, do, I'm good. I, it's, I, I've already got it. I got it locked in. I'm good. So she reached out, uh, this Erica lady, reached out to the local TV station. This is like a, you know, on your side. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To help her because right. uh, she said that when it rains, the poo washes into her yard. Um, at one point, the neighbors had a hollowed out porta potty and they were just letting it wash down into the ditches. Mm. Um, now you might remember, uh, poop is bad for people to be around. Um, plumbers <laughs> getting rid of poop being around everyday living was kind of like a, a big deal, it cut down on people getting sick and dying, right. Um, so, uh, she's saying the smell is almost unbearable at times. When the wind blows, it's off. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Um, so her parents have lived in the same house for 32 years and claim that the poo has been ending up in their yard for the past three. She's worried about her family's health. Yeah. Uh, she made attempts to contact different departments about the fecal matter, but then remembered she lived in Arkansas. Um, (laughs) none of them have done anything about it. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, the problem seems to be that she's at, they're on, like, the city limits and county line, so nobody wants to deal with it. Yeah, but there's got to be a bigger um, issue of, you know, if these people— well, well, not just that, but if they have jobs and pay their bills, what is— why are you crapping in a bucket? Right. There's a, there's a bigger nefarious evil undertone here. Um, now— the- Slideshow. It's like we're it's like medieval times again. Yeah, like why are you having problems painting it, your sewage? I think it'd be funny if you went out in the backyard in a suit of armor and defecated in a bucket. A suit of armor. And you said, "Bring me a wench." Okay, there's a poo splashed bucket. Eee. Eee. <laughs> what a what a. Well, the whole thing looks like that whole backyard looks like uh, it needs to be. It's a hoarder's thing. Yeah, oh, sure, sure. That's just. So a, I bet you the toilet's they, they, blocked. They need to condemn that property. That looks yeah. horrible. I bet you that they're hoarders and sure. the toilet's blocked. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And they don't care. Right. And they're, they're, I, I'm reminded of the family from uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, my God. They had grandpa upstairs, yeah. you know, and his. Dead in a rocking chair, and uh, yeah, you just yeah, oof. Oof is right. No thanks. Mm. So what? What happens now? Nothing. <laughs> just poop everywhere. It's unbelievable. Not a damn thing. America. Uh, yeah, she can't find anybody to help her. She's hoping that with the. Which, well, I would start with the health department. Yeah, what'd you say that? Don't we have that here? Like. <laughs> 15 on your side or something don't we have one of those yeah like whatever you can get a hold of a local tv station and they'll if you have a good story though could you imagine lee mills the beautiful unobtainable lee mills <laughs> i've had some dreams <laughs> she doesn't speak walmart <laughs> could you imagine lee mills lee we have a special assignment for you <laughs> You've got a Lee in her high heels, right? And two thousand dollar TV dress, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's again. What's the problem? Is anybody home? Lee goes out. 
15 on your side. No, they're going to send that kid that they never let sleep. Oh, Arsbold. <laughs> Dude, you talking yeah. about that skinny Arsbold yeah, kid? Totally. What's his first name? I love that kid. I, I, I watch 15 News just for that guy. <laughs> he's uh, I root for him because he's very timid. I'm like, come on. I'm like, get some confidence dude you can do it right you know but he can't say no to any job no 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 arsbald mm-hmm. uh, what's his name we should name a band after him i know we should nickel no what's his first name i'm trying to find him. love that kid he makes me laugh without trying right let's see it's almost like he's doing a parody oh, they do nbc 15 investigate i know but what's his name i don't know the arsbald kid he uh we should interview him He's almost, every time he does a news story, I feel like he's doing a parody of it because he's just so kind of dis, <laughs> disinterested. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I don't know what his name is. Marcus? No. I don't he's, a, he's a skinny kind of. Uh, I wonder if someone knows. On the scene reporter that shows up everywhere for 15. He showed up at the. I love him. At the Portage Dairy thing. He reminds me of a Napoleon Dynamite a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Uh, all right. Well, I don't know what his name is. But, I don't know how you solve people pooping what a, in buckets. Yeah, what? Uh, I, I'm trying to come up with a good theory on. I, I it, it feels like a hoarder's episode. I mean, if they were putting it on a garden for... Uh, well, you but know, you can't just put your poop right on the garden Mark, either. Well, Mark Watney grew potatoes on Mars in the Martian. Yeah. I mean, that worked. Potatoes. Uh, let me see here. Any theory? Any theories? Yes. Pardon? Yes, hello. Good morning, sir. Marcus Arswald. Yeah, what Marcus. Are you, I, I love that guy. He's different. <laughs> I I know. That's what I've been saying for five minutes. He's such a he. he he's uh, his his. Uh, what's a good way to put it? I'm being totally nice. I'm being totally nice. But his it's almost like his curiosity about the world is very endearing. Because he kind of is like afraid of everything. He's in a rest area going, don't kill me. Wait, let me see. Here he is. <laughs> let me see that. Give me that. Yeah, dude. Give me that. Marcus Arsvold. Okay, we're going to read This is his second news job in Wisconsin. He was in lacrosse. He studied broadcast journalism at Minnesota while working for the Gopher Digital Production. Yes. Marcus grew up in Pine Island, Minnesota, had a passion for sharing stories. High school, he wrote for the Rochester Post Bulletin. When he's not looking for new perspectives to share with the Madison community, you can find Marcus run, running, reading, listening to Taylor Swift. Papa! Welcome to the fold, Marcus. He's a Swifty, <laughs> you crazy bastard. Yes. Uh, yes. See that? Dude, we need, somebody needs to name a band Marcus Arsvold. And I only say this because uh, Leonard Skinner named themselves after their uh, phys ed coach. Yeah. Leonard Skinner. Leonard Right. Skinnerd. Right. Was their phys ed coach. Mm-hmm. I think somebody should name a band Marcus Arsvald. We could just name it Marsvald. Marsvald. It's good for me. Right. Marsvald. Dude. Vald. What a cool cat this guy is. Totally. It's why I watch 15. But well, that's who they would send out for the poop story. That Marcus Arsvald would be up to his skinny 
white ankles <laughs> in poo <laughs> listening to Taylor Swift. <laughs> yep. I love that guy, though. Fascinating. All right. Uh, good meeting, everybody. Marcus Archibald's going to single-handedly resurrect local news in this town. 100%. We need him to be like a, like a t- we need him to be a, like some independent consultant for us. Right. To give us some internal Madison perspective. Yeah. Well, they're probably paying him like 13 crap. an hour. Yeah. Paying him crap. Totally. I guarantee you he's not. He's probably living with his aunt who's living here in Madison. We could get him to freelance some stuff for yeah. us. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Hi, how's it going? Yeah, as the poo is running into the neighbor's yard, they're standing there saying, Sail on, you wayward turd. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you. Ooh. Well, I have to think I have to think about that one. Yeah. Oh man. I, I would uh I would raise hell. Uh she's trying. I mean these... I, I I I need to see what the family looks like. I need to see one member of that family. Do you? Yes, and I can tell Are you, you. Sure, you don't already know. I can tell you exactly <laughs> what to do from there. I can tell you with experience. I'm from Ohio. Right. I know. I know. I know. Exactly. Hi. Does he not live in Minnesota because of the Super Bowl run or what? Oh, oh too soon, dude. He's gonna shake it off. Don't even worry. Oh. Huh? What? Who's there? Doc, Doc. Did it, huh? Who's there? Tequila! <laughs> we thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, JJO. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Have another shot of tequila and bean burrito. Because, wow, Seis de Mayo is really going to suck. I can't find my left shoe. Where's my left shoe? Then I pass out in salsa picante with a penis on my face that someone drew. You know that I love to drink stuff from Mexico. At this point, why stop the booze? Bottoms up, salute. Don't know my name. Cinco de Mayo. Have another shot of tequila and bean burrito because, wow, Seis de Mayo is really going to suck. Why do you do that? Tequila. Generally toast anytime the French get their ass kicked. <laughs> Just how I roll. Not French fries, it's freedom fries. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> what is that noise? Yeah, 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 yeah,
Whoa. It was like you reached deep down into your Ohio for that. <laughs> Comes naturally. Yeah, buddy. All right. Uh, a couple from the U.S. flew to Israel last week. They were caught trying to smuggle in 375 pounds of what? Oh. What do you think Israel. they were trying to smuggle into Israel? Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to use my allotted time. Yeah, buddy. Chickpeas. Falafel. Fruit roll-ups. Oh. Oh. Now, you may not know this because uh, you're not on the uh, TikTok train. Right. But TikTok right now is obsessed with this whole thing where you um, wrap fruit roll-ups around a scoop of ice cream. And then it makes the fruit roll-up like hard and crunchy. It's bomb diggity. So fruit roll-ups is causing a run on fruit roll-ups. They're harder to find than usual, especially overseas. Okay. Pretty much all stores in Israel sold out of fruit roll-ups. If you do find them, they're going like for five bucks each. Now, uh, that's each, not like per box. So usually a box of 10 here is about $3. Mm-hmm. So, okay. so that's going to be 50 bucks for a box of 10. That's why. Seems like a hell of a turnover on that, right? right. Like a, your return uh, of investment. It's, it's amazing. <clears throat> so we have a, fr- let me get this straight. We have a fruit roll-up sitch yeah. in this country. Yeah, right. totally. Just checking. Now, <laughs> I haven't been this nervous since the toilet paper ran out. This was 375 pounds of fruit roll Holy right? cow. So custom agents seized the snacks, and I don't know. Why? So you need a license? And it, it would still be packaged, so I'm just confused as to why it couldn't go through customs. Because mm-hmm. it's not living. It's not a fruit. It's not. Did the TikTokers stop eating Tide Pods? Are we past that? That was never a thing. It, well, it was, but it, it are, was, we, are we done that with that? was them? like two people on YouTube. All right, fine, but I mean, are we we over that? Are we okay? That was like three years ago. All right, just checking. Someone posted a video of multiple suitcases filled with nothing but fruit roll-ups. Mm. The guy even told him he didn't even pack clothes, so he'd have more room for fruit roll-ups. <laughs> this isn't a one-off, though. Another, I like his follow-through, though. Right? Another American couple was caught with over 70 pounds of fruit roll-ups the other day. Wow. Do you know how light a fruit roll-up is? Pretty light. That's a lot of fruit roll-ups. Yeah. Israel says they've seized more than 660 pounds of fruit roll-ups lately. That's amazing. Just because on TikTok they had the ice cream trick. Mm-hmm. Isn't that something? The ice cream hack, as they call them, as idiots yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a hack. Oh, oh. Shut up, you old person. <laughs> God. It's, uh, so airport security has all the roll-ups. I knew they went through my luggage. I knew it. I I came back from uh, Puerto Vallarta once, uh, and I bought uh, a watch and cologne, and my and flip flops, and they were all gone out of my suitcase. No. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's back in the day, but mm-hmm. there you go. They went through my bag. 
Uh, and I, I was it like my vitamins got taken or something? I can't remember. It was weird. And then they put a little note in there like, we've gone through your stuff. <clears throat> P.S. You're nasty. <laughs> you nasty. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about that when we came back from Cancun a few weeks ago. I'm like, man, if you're stupid enough to open that suitcase, you got what's coming to you. Because <laughs> I've changed my underwear once all week. Oof. Yeah. Well, I was in the pool peeing all day. So. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Swim up bar. So I feel like this is one of those things where it's like they, while they were uh, confiscating the fruit roll-ups, 800 pounds of cocaine slipped through. I don't know if Coke is big in Israel. Dude, Coke is huge everywhere. Is it? Yes. Huh. The Coke train is real, my friend. Oh, I'm aware. That's why they're smuggling it in. There was a guy that was smuggling it in um, when he got caught in New Jersey. It, he was a... Uh, I always wonder how much Coke gets through, actually. Uh, he smuggled it in the avionics of, of like an American Airlines plane. Oh, and so he's one of the maintenance guys that's down on the tarmac with the little f- flashlights where he waves the planes around. Yeah. And so he's, how long has this guy been smuggling coke into the country? Right. <laughs> the guy's like, mm, I'm going to do a walk around now and put 500 kilos of coke into avionics. Yeah. Damn. I mean, brilliant. And then he had a, they caught him though. They had a place in his jacket where he was putting the bricks, yeah. his, his, his uh, work uniform. Had it down to a science. Until he got caught. Until he got caught. So him and Juan mm-hmm. were, uh, he'd load, he'd unload, and psh, everybody got high. I wonder how he got caught. I have, let me, oh, I, uh, somebody, uh, let me see where I saw this. I'm not going to be able to find it. Somebody uh, tipped off the FBI and they put in, they switched it out, but they put this material on it that you can't see, but under a black light it shows up. Oh. And then they caught him and he had it on his hands. And that's how they got him. So somebody ratted somebody out, which is the plot to every great narco series. Mm-hmm. I can't find it. Pretty crazy, isn't it? You just think how long how long those guys got away with that forever. You probably shoved some of that up your nose that came through the avionic compartment. I don't know. You got a black light thing? <laughs> Hold still. <laughs> Stop squirming. Get a look at your nose. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Unbelievable. Uh, Hi, how's it going? Hello? Hey, Dale. Yeah, buddy. Oh, I just had something to say about the fruit roll-ups. Yeah, what's up? Um, they have them where uh, a girl wraps it around my dong and she sucks it off. Is that... That's brilliant. Yeah, it's pretty fun, too. So, uh... <clears throat> well, there goes all the fruit roll-ups, dude. <laughs> Well, <laughs> so what do you do with the other three quarters of the roll up? Oh, yeah. I I eat that. That, that, that works for me. Fair enough. Touche. <laughs> Thanks, man. Hi, how's it going? Hello. What? Oh, good. Um. 
So people just want to try it. There, there's how many people are on TikTok? Uh, the the whole planet. Reminds me of uh, there's 150 million Americans. I have to tell um, that's you, thirty point eight million daily active users. It does sound good. Um, one point zero five billion active users oh on my. TikTok. Oh my! Holy crap! A billion active users on TikTok. Psh. And here we sit without a roll up. No Coke, no fruit roll-ups. <laughs> <laughs> Sad, really. Marcus Arsvold standing here going, I'm here reporting on two of the biggest losers on the radio. They've got no cocaine and they've got no fruit roll-ups. Lee, back to you in the studio. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up. With Johnny and D, JJO. Happy Cinco de Mayo from your friends south of the border, who are now mostly north of the border. Ah, uh, happy Cinco de Mayo. Yes, yes, yes. I see you're not drinking your Jose Cuervo. You are correct. Is there a good reason you're not? Well, I have to usher my child around town all day today, so that would be the reason. I know people that stopped. We should take some Jose Cuervo specific stories. Oh, not tequila stories, because Jose's in its own garbage zone. <laughs> so I was going to say place in hell. Uh, <laughs> I know people that will that stopped drinking tequila completely because of getting sick on Jose Cuervo. Which is sad, because there's a million great tequilas uh, uh, out there. 100%. If you know anything about Jose. I put it over there. Yeah. Um, it, they, I, I think they don't use the traditional uh, recipe. They don't use the right amount of agave, and then they use uh, like corn or wood chips or something weird. It, it's it, they don't even meet the basics, like the minimums mm-hmm. on tequila making the right ingredients, the, the right amount of ingredients. Yeah. Let's see. I'm, I have a list of bad tequilas. <laughs> I, see, I'm old enough to remember when the only tequila was Jose Cuervo for some dumb reason. Had I known. Uh, why is it bad? Terrible taste since giving tequila a bad reputation with its awful taste and nasty hangovers. It's not what tequila tastes like. Oh, it's made with a combination of guave and sugar sources, which can lead to the bad hangovers. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's not real. 
Um, we have a bottle of, uh, when we got married, somebody gave us a bottle of uh, Don Julio 1942. Mm. Have you ever had any? any yeah. The Julio stuff's incredible. Stuff. Yeah. Incredible. So good. Yeah, you don't taste the tequila, really. It, you just feel it down here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so good. That's uh, why Miss El Dorado used to do tequila flights. I think, yeah. that, I think that COVID Glor- got them. Gloria's does tequila oh, flights. Oh, really? Yeah. Where's that at? Some prairie how, over by Target. And... How have I not been there? Oh. Gloria's. Yeah, over in the Grand. It's, it's in the new shops there? Yeah. By like noodles or something? By like, yeah, by like the theater and really? crumble cookie. And... I'll get over there. Yeah. Gloria's. Mm-hmm. It's, what is it? It's a Mexican restaurant. And that they have a pineapple jalapeno margarita that is <laughs> to die for. I love it. I think Don McGuy McGay over there in Cottage Grove. I believe they do flights of tequila. Okay, yeah, it's fun to taste the different aged tequila. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot of uh, stuff's been sitting in. Well, it's like whiskey. They sit it in barrels for two years. It's incredible. Yeah. But yeah, the Jose. Ugh. Uh. No way. <laughs> there's just no way. I'm. They all no, call, they you know just, how? I, if I open up that bottle, you know I'm having a rough day. <laughs> like you need to be like, let's sit and talk about your feelings. You don't need to drink them away, girl. Come on. But, I told her off the air. I said, I swear to God, I would rather drink Malarts than Jose Cuervo. Yeah, I would. I would. It's so bad. <laughs> it's just so bad. I didn't, I, it, it, it's I didn't even know people still drank it. With you, all the options out there. Compare, uh, if you're ever in a place, <clears throat> you've never had Jose, so you know what we're talking about. Do a sip of Jose and then do like a Don Julio 42. Let's think of this. Very time. nice. Well, it's Sunday morning and the sun is shining in my eye that is open and my and was the life of the party I can't stop grinning I had too much tequila last night Jose Cuervo, you are a friend of mine I'd like to drink you with a little salt and lime Did I kiss all the cowboys? Did I? I've, I've never tried it, but I bet you could strip paint with Jose Cuervo Probably I'd like to try it sometime um, I'm trying to think of what the kind is. Oh, Milagro. I always have Milagro. Oh, yeah. I've had that before. And I see like, and yeah. I don't, do you do salt and lime? Uh, <clears throat> no. I don't either. No, not at all. And I think that's you, just you, for bad tequila. That's for schnit tequila, Yeah. Dude. No, you don't need that. That ruins it. Right. So I don't know. I always do. I do Milagro when I'm out at uh, mm-hmm. Brothers Three. What up? No Shout out to Brothers Three. I'm not um, but yeah, I do like the Don Julio. I like. I mean, Dan O'Brien bought me a bottle of Patron for boy. Christmas. That's good. I think it was like silver. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. As well, I mean, it's gone so. <laughs> <laughs> You needed to say that? I mean, that's fine. <laughs> My buddy drinks tequila and grapefruit juice. Tequila and grapefruit juice. That's fine. I have uh, this thing at Maduro, uh, the great cigar bar off the square in Madison, Wisconsin, everybody. Capital City. 
Yeah, the bad town. <laughs> it's a bad, bad town, downtown. Uh, I want to get this straight. They make a thing called the prickly pear that I. Uh, it's like yeah. a pear liqueur and tequila, and then she salts the the glass. Mm-hmm. But it's like this spicy salt. It's inc- it's one of the great drinks I've ever had in my life. Totally. And uh, I've only ever found it at Maduro, and nice. it goes so good with a cigar. But anyways. yeah. And the wine and the ports and the whiskeys, it's all there. But, man, it's just something different, something fun, something refreshing. I know Especially t- when you're smoking a big old skanky cigar. I know Tex Tubbs does a prickly pear margarita. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, I wish I, I, uh, I don't know if I can find the ingredients I was going to, so you could make one at home. Go down there. Yeah, here it is. Tequila pear, pear liqueur. And with lime and bitters, mm-hmm. but then she puts some kind of the 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 rim is this uh, really interesting spicy salt that she puts on. It's it's a fantastic drink. It sounds wonderful. So uh, yeah, try that out. Shout out to my homies at Maduro. Just love it. Sweet. And by the way, is the parking garage across from Maduro and Machete the worst parking garage to get in and out of? I ever tell you that we were coming out of the parking garage, and this girl was wedged. If you're coming out of the bottom, you cannot make the turn. You have to go right and go back up and turn around and come back down. You, she was pinched on the cement, yeah, circular barrier thing. Yeah, she goes, "Can you help me?" I'm like, "You're gonna have to crawl out the other side of the car." Yeah, her paint, her door was getting dented in because she couldn't make the turn. It sounds like operator error. It's like a. It's like a Mission Impossible. Getting, I don't know how people get trucks in and out of there. Yeah. It's the worst parking garage in town. We used the parking garage by the Indigo when we went to the Forward Madison game. Mm-hmm. And so there are certain parking spots that are reserved for, I think it's like the Economic Development Committee, blah, 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 blah. Which it was the weekend and I was like, I feel like I should be able to park here. Mm-hmm. And so once you get past those, then there's, like, parking spots that are on the edge of the parking ramp. And you can park in there, but you don't realize that it's reserved for hotel indigo guests until you look in your rearview mirror. (laughs) And you see the sign, reserved for hotel indigo. So, like, that was kind of frustrating, but we got it all figured out. Yeah, You had to go up pretty high to get a regular parking spot, but... That was kind of neat because from the top you could totally you could see the whole game really. Yeah, it that's cool. It's like yeah. old Wrigley Field. Yeah, seating. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, and then you're you're trying to get out of that garage downtown after about three prickly pears and a <laughs> couple of glasses of wine. Like, right. Uh, hang on a minute. Let me think about this. Uh, someone said they they do the pickleback. They do Patron with pickle juice. Yeah. What was the one we were drinking? Uh, the Mexican hooker or something Tijuana it, hooker. It pickle juice is that a Tijuana hooker wasn't or, that that p- was pickle juice and tequila right they're they're surprisingly good uh, isn't that a Tijuana hooker um yeah I shot a tequila in one glass and dill pickle juice super good there was also it shouldn't work but it's delicious shout out to club 51 so cheeseburger burger shots are one part tequila, one part pickle juice, and one part tomato juice. So you do a shot of tequila, shot of tomato juice, shot of pickle juice. And what's that called? A che- it tastes like a cheeseburger. 
Oh, okay. That yeah. makes sense. So you shoot it, tequila, pickle, tomato. <laughs> That's so, kind of crazy, isn't it? A lot of work. It does seem like a lot of work. I'll have a cheeseburger. She brings me a sandwich. No, I need. I need the shot. <laughs> wrong, wrong sandwich. The JJO Morning Show podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, six till ten a.m. on ninety four one JJO, or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.